Okay, hi guys, welcome to episode number two of 100% Life. Um, fun fact, I actually had to record this episode and last episode two times because I was just not happy with today's episode that I recorded literally half an hour ago and yesterday's episode. Because, I don't know, uh, yesterday it just, the one that I recorded first just made absolutely no sense. I was just talking about random things and it just had no context to it. And today, I just felt like in the episode, I sounded so unbelievably unmotivated and like I did not want to do it. And I don't know, I just, uh, I sounded so sad. So I was like, "Eh, I gotta redo this because... I'm not sad right now, right now, right now, and I need to put out my best foot forward and not something that I've half-assed. So, here I am. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience of living in Africa, more specifically in Egypt. Uh, I would say it's pretty, pretty different from living in Europe. I mean, it's a lot very different from living in Europe. In Europe, it's pretty cold. In Africa, it's pretty warm. I'm going to start off with uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, which was school and going to school there, because that is a whole nother story. Going to school in Egypt is so much more different. Oh, and before we get into this, I just wanted to say that I live by the coast, so it's going to make more sense further on in the podcast. Oh my god, shut up. There's a motorcycle outside of my window. Shut up. Oh my god, and he just has to stand there with his motor on. Hashtag disrespectful. Can he? Oh my god, just leave. Okay. If you hear a motorcycle in the background, just know I cannot control the outside noises, so you're going to have to live with it until the bastard decides to move. Okay, back to what I was saying. School. Egypt. Right. Okay, so the buildings were pretty interesting, because they were made out of sand. Oh my god! This motorcycle will not shut up. I'm going to be disrespectful if he does not move. Okay, he left. Great. Um... Okay, school. School was very interesting in Egypt. Um, I own. I went to kindergarten first, obviously, as a child does. Maybe not all children, but I was lucky enough to go to kindergarten in Egypt, and uh, it was really fun. I mean, I have a lot of friends still left from kindergarten, mainly because in the town I lived in in Egypt. We all went to the same kindergarten and then moved to the same school, so those friends have still stayed connected until today. And um, in kindergarten, I don't remember much, but I do remember I was called Sharky because I was tiny and my only way of self-defense was to bite people. I would get in trouble for it, but I did not care. I moved on. And I continued my legacy as Sharky. I also remember we would eat pudding quite a lot. Pudding and jello. I remember I did not enjoy the pudding. It was quite gross, actually. But the jello was pretty good. I don't know why I'm saying jello. It's jelly. Yeah, jelly. The jelly was really good. Um, But 
it, of course, that's really unhealthy for you. And I don't understand why they would give kids jelly and just make them go off on like a sugar high or whatever. Oh, oh my god, I have such an interesting story about kindergarten. And if you know me, then you already know the story because. Uh, yeah i have mentioned it to every single person i've met but so my middle finger is really crooked like it's literally if you see it in real life it looks so bent like just imagine your middle finger straight like at the bottom and then where like the it's not a knuckle what's it called your finger knuckle i'm just gonna call it that finger knuckle where your finger knuckle is it just turns a sudden right that's basically my finger. And it's a very interesting story behind it. I was just climbing in the jungle gyms, as a kid does. And this little bastard of a child decided to push me off of the jungle gym. And I went tumbling to the ground and I broke my finger. And my lovely parents decided to not go to the hospital with me because... Frankly, the hospitals in Egypt are not too splendid. So I just ended up not going. And now my finger is crooked. But it's fun, you know? I actually, fun fact, I actually like my scars because it's like a story to tell for each scar. And in total, I think I have 14 scars on my body. Oh my god, shut My computer just loves to interrupt me every time I record a podcast. It's just so fun. Another time where I injured myself in Egypt was, I was, um, like, okay, so in Egypt, just to give you some context, at least where I lived in the town, all the houses had, um, like, marble floor, just because wooden floors would get really hot during the summer, so marble floors would keep the floor nice and cool, and the apartment and or the house cool. And so... I lived in an apartment back then. It was the first apartment that I lived in. Um, I think I was like four years old, maybe four or five. And we had like a really big couch. And then next to the couch, we had like a sofa chair, really big chair, basically an armchair. I think that's what it's called. And I was jumping from the couch to the armchair and, uh, then on the armchair I decided to like sit on top of it like not on like the seat part but like the the back part and then I fell backwards and I hit my head on the floor I ended up getting a concussion we went to the hospitals I had to get hospitals no I went to the hospital and I got an x-ray done and it was terrifying honestly um I also remember this one time I was at my friend's house, and it, I don't exactly remember how this happened, but we were, like, messing around, I guess, as kids do, and I twisted my ankle. I didn't make big of, a big of a deal of it because I twisted my ankle. It wasn't a big deal. I continued on with my evening. We went into her room, and my ankle swelled up so much it looked like a freaking balloon like it was huge my ankle was not visible anymore it was just like you know that condition 
like where some people have it's called like elephant legs i think that's what my ankle looked like it was massive and it was blue so i was like can i go tell your mother that like my ankle is twisted and i can't walk she's like no no i don't want you to leave no just like don't tell my mother blah 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 and so i'm like okay i don't want to disappoint my friend so i'm just going to hide my swollen ankle from her mother <clears throat> so her mother walks into the room and i'm trying to hide my ankle the very best that i can but of course she sees that my ankle is very large and very blue so she freaks out and she calls my mother my mother comes and we go to the hospital once again and they took x-rays turns out my ankle was swollen I absolutely despise that hospital because, I don't know, it just gives me bad vibes. The It smells like what a hospital normally smells like times 10. And it smells like medicine. And I don't know, I, it just the, that, <clears throat> that hospital freaked me out. Now, moving on. What was I talking about? I was talking about school. And somehow I ended up on the topic of me twisting my ankle but it's fine okay back to school <laughs> back to school remember we would watch back to school videos by like my life is Ava and stuff like that okay beside the point i actually have a really funny story about <laughs> school and um a specific class so my class we were very unlucky and we had pe at 12 like o'clock like, in the middle of the day, when it was the hottest outside. And they, there was this one time we had swimming classes. Because during the summer, we had swimming classes because it was really warm. And during the winter, we were inside. And so, I was swimming in the pool. And I got a heat stroke. And I ended up throwing up in the pool. Which was traumatizing. Um, still remember to this day. And they had to evacuate everyone from the pool, which was just even more mortifying. Like, imagine eight-year-old or seven-year-old Anita just, like, in the pool, throwing up because of a heat stroke. The teachers are freaking out. The kids are screaming. And I'm terrified. It was a horrifying experience. And I don't think I was made fun, for it, uh, made fun of it, actually. Because, like, I couldn't help it. I was having a freaking heat stroke. But yeah, I also want to point out the fact that the buildings in the town that I lived in were so cool. They were made out of like clay slash sand and so they were all like a yellowish color or burnt orange color and they were really cool. Like they were so creative. Like if you compare them to the boring houses here in Germany, they're nothing. Like the houses in Germany are nothing compared to the house in Egypt. They're so cool. And... In Egypt, like I said before, we lived on the coast, so I grew up spending most of my childhood by the beach or on a boat in the ocean. And uh, that kind of shaped me as the person that I am today, not to be like cheesy or whatever, but it really did. And I have a lot of funny, fun stories from the beach and going on boats quite often. So let's start off with the beach. The beach was like the main hangout spot for like everyone that went to, or like my friend group, I guess. And um, 
it was really fun. We would all hang out there. Our mothers would all hang out together and then the children would chill by the beach. And there was this one time we were all going like out in the water. So basically how this beach was, it was pretty cool because it was really shallow for like 100 meters. And then it would just like go straight down. And so all of my friends and I, we went out into the shallow water and we went all the way into the edge where it was like the drop off. It wasn't really a drop off. It was probably just like 20 meters max. But we went there and we saw a lionfish, which we had never seen by the shore before, which I don't even understand how it got out there. Like lionfish, they usually live in like, um, obviously in uh, coral reefs, but not like tourist populated coral reefs. And so I don't understand how it managed to swim all the way to shore because the coral reefs are pretty far away from shore. And so it was just like random, but it was really fun. We saw a lionfish and um, there were also quite a few sea cucumbers. So we would like take them and then they were like pee, but they don't actually pee. They just let out water because they're literally just made out of water and skin and that's it. And they would like pee everywhere, which was a great time. Um, <laughs> just a bunch of seven-year-old kids running around with sea cucumbers peeing everywhere. And then there was this one time, or not this one time, why do I keep saying this one time? Okay, so next to the beach, there was this little like flooding place because when the tide came in, it would like flood and then it would come back out and there would be water left. And usually there would be stingrays trapped there. And so we would go play with the stingrays, which is so dangerous now that I think about it. Like we were seven, six, eight years old and we were playing with stingrays, which I don't know how my parents felt that, but... I mean, I was a crazy child <laughs> back then. Um, and my dad, the reason, the whole reason why he lived in Egypt was because um, he was a captain for a guy in the Middle East, which I cannot say who, because I'm not allowed to. Um, but he was a captain, my dad, for this guy, and... My dad had the boat that he was working on in the city that we lived in, or city, the town that we lived in. And so I would be on that boat all the freaking time. And there was this one time, my dog, um, he decided to escape our apartment. No, that was, no, no, I'm just kidding. Forget what I said. He was on the boat with my father and my mom and I, we were in our apartment and the apartment was maybe like, 100 meters away from the boat and we could see the boat from the balcony because we lived by a marina and so one day my dog decided to adventure away from the boat now here's the thing we were never concerned of him running away from the boat because he was absolutely terrified of crossing the docking bridge i don't know what it's called in english i, don't, I only know what it's called in swedish but i i just yeah the bridge that you use to get on the boat and so we never thought much of it until this one day that my dog decided to take a leap of faith and just cross the bridge. And he did. And my dad didn't know. So my dad was searching for my dog and he couldn't find him. And uh, he told the crew to go look for the dog. 
everyone thought that my dog fell overboard and like drowned or something so everyone was freaking out they were all running around the marina searching for my dog and my mom and i meanwhile in the apartment we okay to give you a bit of context this was like a a, apartment complex and so we lived at the very very top which was like i don't know how many floors quite a lot but we didn't have elevators because we that's just not how that town functions okay that it's not that modern but it was stairs all the way up so my dog managed to find his way back home go all the way up the stairs and he was standing outside of our apartment door and clawing on our door and so my mom and i we open up the door and we see our freaking dog standing there and we're like how the hell did you escape the boat and so my dad he like calls my mom and he's like i've lost the dog and my mom's like no you have not he is at the apartment and so everyone calms down and it's a jolly good time after that all right i'm sorry my mom just came in and asked me if i wanted flowers in my room so where did i leave off the boat right okay so that was one time my dog managed to escape the boat there was also this one time my dog tried to cross the boat like no what am i saying cross the bridge of the boat by himself um but this time my mom and i were there and then he managed to freak out in the middle of the bridge and he oh my god the freaking motorcycle is back do you guys hear that that's so rude okay but he freaked out in the middle of the bridge and so he decided to back up but he kind of like twisted while he was doing it so instead of backing up straight he backed up off of the bridge fell onto the deck of the boat and rolled into the water so yeah that that it sounds really scary when you when i say that but my mom had to just like pick him up out of the water cuz there wasn't any steps so yeah but it's fine he's fine now there was also oh my god i'm giving you all the stories about my dog but it's fine so my dog we adopted him in egypt he still lives with us to this day he's going 11 years strong um but when he was only a few months old and we had him uh we were sitting in our restaurant in egypt and he saw this cat and he was off of the leash and so he decided to chase after the cat uh, over the road and he got run over which it sounds so sad it really is like he he survived though he has one eye he is great honestly i'm convinced that he's a cat cuz he has nine lives he's eaten rat poison survived that he's got run over by a car survived that he's gotten liver problems survived that too he's a trooper honestly um enough of my dog i love him but we have to move on to something else right so in egypt i stuck out pretty well amongst all the other egyptians that lived there and were actually from there um so everyone that lived there kind of had like brown hair like dark brown hair brown eyes like tan skin but i stuck out among some like a freaking needle in a haystack no that's not the right saying i stuck out like i don't know if, i don't have a saying 
I stuck out. End of story. I had like blonde hair, green eyes, freckles, and light skin. So it, when I would go places, I would get comments. Not like I got catcalled because that's pedophilia. That's so disgusting. But that would be pedophilia. And that's not really the context. It was not like catcalling. They, there were not middle-aged men hitting on me. Do not worry. Um, no. But I would get, like, comments about... Not, like, bad comments in any way. Like, I was admired. Which, honestly, like, boosted my ego a little bit as a toddler. But it's fine. Um, I would, like, go through grocery stores. And then the workers would, like, touch my hair. And after a while, I got really sick of it. Because they thought that I was a tourist. Which I wasn't. <laughs> I'm bred in Egypt. So, oh my god, ew, that's so gross. Okay, but I lived there. So it was like, why are you doing this to me? I'm literally one of you guys. And so eventually, over time, I learned a few rude things to say to them. Which, looking back, a seven-year-old should not know how to say in Arabic. Oh yeah, to give you a little bit of context, in school, I was taking Arabic classes because it was a requirement. And so I spoke fluent Arabic. I don't anymore, sadly. I only know how to communicate a little bit with some words and short sentences. And usually it comes back to me every time I go to Egypt, but it's not as good as it was before. And so I was fluent. I could write, I could read, I could speak. And so I would be like a walking translator for my parents because back then they did not speak fluent Arabic. Um, I mean, they could communicate, but not fluently. So I would translate for them everywhere we would go. If we were in a store, um, if we were in a restaurant, I mean, no need to go to restaurants because we had our own. But yeah, so that was kind of my life in Egypt. It was really fun. I still go there to this day. Um, still have crazy experiences. Oh, okay, before I end this podcast, I'm gonna share this really funny story. It was kind of terrifying, and it happened, um, in New Year's of this year, last year? How did I, yeah, this year, 1st of January 2020. It's first day of 2020, we thought, or me and my friends thought, that it was gonna go off to a great start. So, we decide to go to a shopping mall that was, like half an hour away I would say from where we lived and okay so here's the thing my friend she has a driver's license and she has a car so we took the car and we were let me just count really quickly we were one two three four I think six people um yeah six people and we went to this shopping mall. We had a great time. We were using those, what are they called? Those indoor, oh, bumper cars. That's what they're called. We were using bumper car cars. And we were fooling around like six-year-olds in an indoor arcade. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it was meant for like six-year-olds, but it's fine. We were messing around in there and having a great time. And then it was time to leave. But we were like you know what, we want to take a shopping cart with us. For what reason? I cannot tell you that because I honestly have no idea why we decided to do this. So we see a shopping cart right next to our car. So 
Okay, so to give you a bit of like visual, this car is a pickup truck. So it has like a um, a thing on the back where you can like put in a bunch of stuff. So we open it and we put in the trolley and we quickly skedaddled out of there. At least, at least try to. On the way, we got caught by security and they were like, what the hell are you doing? You cannot do this. And we we're like, okay, it's fine. We'll just put the trolley back and everything will go back to normal. All right. That's so we thought. And so we're on our way out of the shopping mall. We're like driving out in the middle of the highway. We're all like, no, no, we cannot give up this easily. We have to go and get the shopping cart. And so we made this whole plan. Long story short, um, me and my other friend, we decide to go together to hunt down a shopping cart and steal it. No, let's not say steal it, borrow it. <laughs> and so we found a shopping cart and we tried to casually roll out of there but of course there's security everywhere so they're like you can't do that and we we're trying to make excuses they didn't work and so we called two of our other friends to come and meanwhile my other friend with the car and the driver's license was parked far away from the shopping mall in case something bad went wrong so that she wouldn't get in trouble and so my two other friends come, and so in total we're four people now. Um, the Me and my other friend that were there in the first place, we were on one side of the fence. So basically this shopping mall is surrounded by a large fence. And the other two friends, they were on the other side of the fence. So our plan was to throw over the, a shopping cart over the fence, and then just run away. But of course, that didn't happen, because otherwise I wouldn't be telling you the story. Um... There, there were two drug dealers that came up to us and wanted to sell us hash. But of course, we're not going to buy hash from them. So we're like, no, what the hell do you want? And so then they decided to rat us out to security and say that we wanted to steal a shopping cart. And so they got really mad. We ended up having a fight with security. But we were like, we didn't even do anything. Why, like, get off our ass, you know? And so... Me and my friend that were on the inside part of the fence decide to make a run for it. So we crawl underneath the fence and we just sprint over, like, the desert as fast as possible to get, like, anywhere away from um, the shopping mall. And so during this time, my friend who had the car had made the decision to drive away because we didn't want her to get in trouble, which was 100% the right choice that she did. And so we were running through the desert and we saw a gas station. So we went there and we we're like, okay, we can like chill here. We can find an Uber, whatever. Turns out these people, like the drug dealers, had followed us and they're like, come on, get in the car. We can like get you out of here. Like, police is gonna find you. They're gonna charge you for taking a shopping cart, whatever. We're like, hell no, you guys are going to kidnap us, which freaked us out even more. So we ran into the gas station. My friend was grabbed in the ass by the ass by the one of the drug dealers. She started freaking out. This whole situation was just chaos. And so we go inside the gas station. We're all like freaking out. Our phones are dying. Um, we're calling our friends that are in the car. And we're like, what the hell do we do? Um... Okay, so it was a really big mess, but I don't want to make a story too long because I don't have to. Long story short, we end up, um, or 
more specifically, I end up negotiating with the drug dealers and the security. And I'm like, you know what? You're trying to sell us hash. You just catcalled my friend. You sexually assaulted her by grabbing her ass. I could very easily report you to the police right now. So let's just make a deal. You do not mention anything to security about us being here. And you get out of our way and let us leave. And I will not report you to the police um, for sexual assault and selling hash. And so we made up a deal. We finally got an Uber and we yeeted ourselves out of there. And we hunted down our friend that was literally like five kilometers away from the gas station that we were at. And we got on the car and we drove home peacefully. And uh, I haven't been back to that mall ever since because I'm terrified. But yeah, so that's my fun story of living in Egypt. I currently live in Germany. Sadly, I hate it here. <laughs> Not to be like all <clears throat> sad and mellow, but I really don't. People here suck. Everyone's super judgmental, which is going to be a topic for another day because I have a topic planned. Um, the fear of judgment, which is going to be a different episode. So that was it for my um, podcast today. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to 100% Life. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day, evening, night, afternoon, morning, wherever you are. And yeah, bye. <laughs>